Bulimia sucks, but you don't, and here's why. The Bulimia Sucks podcast with Kate Hudson Hall will teach you how to begin breaking through the multitude of thoughts, feelings, triggers, and urges to empower yourself to change your painful behaviors completely. You will hear proven strategies and solutions to help you in your recovery, including real interviews with real people. Kate has just released a new best-selling book called Anxiety Hacks with proven techniques, tools, and tips to calm this. Check it out now on Amazon. And now... Another episode of Bulimia Sucks, the podcast. Hello and welcome to Bulimia Sucks. My name is Kate Hudson Hall and this is a podcast of real stories from people who are suffering or have suffered an eating disorder. It's a platform for people to share relatable and uplifting and inspiring conversations based on bulimia, anorexia and other eating disorders, the victories and the challenges. And episodes will include their personal stories of where they are now and their difficult journeys and their steps of how they've slowly, maybe quickly stepped into recovering from their eating disorders. So today, I am going to be talking about the bulimia bloat, which I know is a, oh, it's it's a huge problem for so many people that are in the throes of recovery. So by having a clearer understanding, it helps to release that some of those difficult feelings connected with the thought of recovery. So it can take some time for your body to change from the survival mode to a positive, healthy, working body, which is our aim, our final goal of how you want to be in the future. So on your pathway towards this ultimate goal of being free from bulimia, there could be a little weight that is put on. But, and this is a big but, let me reassure you, this is okay. Because it's a common symptom of recovery. And it is probably due to the bloating which is referred to, like I mentioned earlier, the bulimia bloat, or some people call it the recovery bloat. And it's a frequent pattern in recovery as your body begins to adjust and balance out. So what causes the bloating? If you were like me and you've been binging and purging for years, depriving yourself of healthy foods, your metabolism slows down and your body stops digesting food correctly. And as you begin to introduce healthy foods, to begin with, the food will stay in your stomach longer because the muscles in your intestinal tract, they've become weakened over the years from all the purging. It also doesn't get broken down correctly as the digestive enzymes and healthy bacteria are affected. So this is what causes uncomfortable bloating and gas. 
But the good news is this won't last for long. Now, of course, everybody's different and it typically occurs within maybe the first few days of you starting to introduce foods into your body. And it may, well, go on for a a few weeks. It could be a number of months, but it won't be forever. And it's important to remember this is your body's way of healing and it will stop swelling. Because your bloating is not, it's not real weight gain. And it's not you getting fat. It's the bulimia bloat and it is temporary. And your stomach will reduce down. So let's talk about how you'll feel physically and mentally if you get the bulimia bloat. So physically, you may feel uncomfortable and your clothes or jeans may be too tight and you may have stomach pains, but it'll all be worth it in the end because this is your body's way of healing. And as you start to eat foods and digesting, have the foods digesting in your stomach, it just may feel really unnatural to you. And then mentally you may go, well, you may go into a panic and that those negative thoughts and feelings may come flooding in as you start to maybe only put on a little bit of weight, which I know can be terrifying. And then you also may feel vulnerable and that can be frightening in itself. But you need to keep reminding yourself that this is only temporary and to stay focused on that end goal of breaking free from your negative behaviours. And that is really important. So, in order to beat the bloating beast, you have to keep eating. Hmm. Because you have to keep nourishing your body with adequate nutrients and sufficient calories on a consistent basis. Because if you don't, your body will stay in the starvation mode and grab onto and hold onto every tiny little nutrient that you eat. So ideas that can help begin to beat that bloating beast are... Hang around with positive, supportive people. It's so important that you surround yourself with positivity. People who are going to listen if you want to talk or just to leave you alone if you want to be on your own. When you begin your recovery, who do you know that you truly trust that would be the one person you know that would be so supportive So I want you to think about that. And what is really important here is that when you decide, when you're ready and you decide to tell that person about your bulimia or your eating disorder, that you give them a clear picture of how you want them to help you. So you need to think beforehand what they can do for you that is going to help you in your recovery. 
Because if you think about it, if you were in their shoes, you wouldn't know how to help somebody. So it's important that you know beforehand what you're going to say to them to be able to tell them of how they can help you. Okay, so <clears throat> what are other, other ways to be able to beat the bloating beast? Well, you need to start to drink water and make sure that you're hydrating your body regularly because this will help with the bloating and it'll also help to improve your kidney function, allowing excess water and sodium to be flushed out of the system. And it'll allow all of the fabulous nutrients and waste to flow in and out of your cells and help to repair damaged cells. And I often advise my clients, it's important to wear comfortable, loose clothing while your body heals. Because wearing tight clothes, it, it can feel uncomfortable. And then it could trigger off any negative thoughts or feelings that you may have which, as you know, this is the last thing that we want to happen. And to take gentle exercise, maybe going for a slow walk. I don't want you out there power walking. I just want you to take, just to get your body moving, whether that's to do some dancing at home or to just to go out for a slow, comfortable paced walk. Uh, because it's a known fact that exercise helps to speed up the metabolism and move the food through the stomach and digestive tract. But take advice from your doctor. And also what you could do is you could stop looking in the mirrors. Because it's time to begin to avoid those mirrors once and for all. Because they're not doing you any good. So I want you to think about maybe if you could cover those mirrors over some somehow, some way. Or you could just run past them every time you come near one. What do you think about that? Because if you keep studying your body, well this isn't going to help you. It'll just have the opposite effect. And then, of course, can trigger neg negative thoughts and feelings and send you down into a, a, um, a negative spiral. And I think it's important to speak to your doctor about taking some sort of vitamins or probiotics to help with your digestive system, help it to get back on track. Another area that you could focus on is when you're ready, it's time to slow your eating down. Because if you're a fast eater, you tend to take him in air as you eat, which could sit in the stomach and then contribute to the bloating. And what about those scales? Oh yes, how often are you weighing yourself? It's because it's time to toss those scales in the bin. Because they've had you focus on the one thing you want to avoid and that is your weight and they've done you no good whatsoever they've just set that little negative voice in your head probably if you weigh yourself once a day in the mornings like so many people do and then they see that scale has moved in the wrong direction then what happens 
They spend the rest of the day beating themselves up. That little voice will negatively talk to them and ruin their whole day and make them feel so bad about themselves. But what positive changes can you look forward to in your recovery? Because there are so many. Because once you start to eat, once you start to introduce foods, start on, say, a structured eating program, there will follow some really positive, exciting new changes. For example, beginning to feel a lot calmer, Because your emotions and your mood will begin to finally stabilise as your blood sugar levels stabilise as you eat regularly. And your sleeping will improve so you won't be waking up in the night hungry. And you'll feel so much less anxious and stressed. And your skin will become so much brighter because of the hormonal dietary changes. And your self-esteem will improve. You start to feel better about yourself, maybe even confident about yourself. Slightly confident then. But you'll see so many exciting new positive changes as you move forward. It'll be like you've awakened from a dream rather than a nightmare. So once you've begun on your path of introducing foods... And as long as you eat regularly and you're moving your body somewhat, it's so important that you understand that your weight will eventually stabilise. Because think about all that you put your body through, having bulimia or anorexia and living on empty. There's no fuel and you've been severely dehydrated and then everything else on top of that. But when you start to eat those fantastic, nutritious foods again, your body will begin to go into a a frenzy until it understands that regular fuel is coming in. Then it will speed up your metabolism, rehydrate you and give you that newfound energy. So as you take that first step in your eating program, and start to introduce foods into your everyday life healthily. And that first morsel that passes through your body, every single cell starts to celebrate. And it goes from a shriveled, tiny little raisin into a flourishing, hydrated, beefy grape And that's what we want. You will start to feel so much more positive. As you take that first little step onto your road of recovery, you will feel empowered and it will motivate you to continue making positive changes in your life. Because you can do this and It's important that you understand that the bulimia bloat is only temporary. And it's so important that you keep reminding yourself of that. Okay, good. So, well, that's all for today's episode of Bulimia Sucks. I just thought it was really important to to talk about the bulimia bloat and ways that you can begin to, to help yourself when you go through that 
that part of your journey. So thank you for listening and joining me today. And join us for our next episode of Bulimia Sucks. And make sure you subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts so you never miss an episode. And of course, if you haven't already heard about it, check out my book, Bulimia Sucks on Amazon to learn many different techniques to help you to begin to break through your painful bulimic behaviours. And also watch out for Bulimia Sucks, the audiobook coming out soon within the next month, which is very exciting. And before we go, let us know what you think and show some love to your favourite podcast by leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts. And come join us on our Facebook page, Bulimia Sucks, if you're not already there where it is good to connect with like-minded people and ask questions and chat about ups and downs. So come and join us. So thanks for listening and I'll speak to you in the next episode. Bulimia sucks, but you don't. Kate has just released a new best-selling book called Anxiety Hacks with proven techniques, tools and tips to calmness. Check it out now on Amazon. 